folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, we're back. It's Kari Poindexter, and I am here with the one, the only, it is your boy. Hello, it's, it's Bob. Bob Faggot to you today on a Small Package Show. Back from the break, and Bob has big news. Where's Bob been? It's Orlando. What's Bob been doing in Orlando? Go to the Performance Center. Spoilers, Bob. God damn it. Now they won't even listen to you tell your tales of adventure. Who did he meet? What did he see? Did he see anything on Mulberry Street? Also, Hell in a Cell happened, and it was really cool, except for that part that really fucking sucked. And then we like Raw and SmackDown for like a minute and a half. Anyway, more of that and more today on the Small Package Show. Bob, hit him with it. Small Package. Yeah. Everybody, small package. Hello, welcome. We're back. Uh, took last week off, had to deal with some stuff, and uh, but we are back. Uh, unfortunately, that means we did not get predictions for the hell in a cell pay per view. Um, but honestly, I don't think that there would have been a, a clear cut winner because oh wow, you literally just predictable. said I would have won. Well. <laughs> If only, if only for the, if only for the fact that if I had picked dumb, aka with my heart, sure. instead of with my brain. Sure. If I picked with my brain, it, a lot, almost every single match was, it was easily to, easy to predict. For the most part, was. I think. Um, but if I picked with my heart, like a dumb dumb, I might have lost. Uh, also, uh, I, I actually no, I take it back. I definitely would have won because you were out of town and had to mail in your predictions. So I was just going to originally record by myself last week, and uh, I was going to say that all of your predictions on the record were just bad predictions. Oh, that's a good. That's, that's I would have won. I would have put just your pre- lied about my answer. Yeah, exactly. Smart, yeah, dude. That's, dude, why didn't? Oh man, you wouldn't have been Wasted here to refute. Opportunity. You wouldn't have been here to refute me. Right, and then you like, would have ran with the narrative. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob is cashing in his small package. Pod stands for not a band in the bank briefcase. <laughs> we need a better name for that. We do something more concise or an acronym, but then the acronym will still be like. 30 letters right especially since pod is an acronym oh yeah that's true that's true can you put it can you acronymize an acronym an acronym, an acronym? yeah can whoa you, whoa yeah it's when you hear me say pd you know i meant pod <laughs> um anyway anyway so hey everybody we'll back and also let's just open up the show with this bob Hello. You got to do some very special shit last very week. Very special. And we alluded to it on our last episode uh-huh. that you were going to get to do some cool stuff. Yes. And we also had said that when you got to do that cool stuff that we might not even be able to report on it on last episode. But since we didn't get last episode, this is next episode. Here it is. And we're definitely past embargo time. <laughs> awesome. Embargo time. It's our favorite time because it means Bob gets to talk about stuff. Hey, hey. That's the uh, embargo time uh-huh. song. 
from now on. Remind me in the future when I want to sing that. Anyway, so what'd you do? So I went down to Orlando, Florida to oh, what, what? go to the WWE Performance Center and uh, hang out at the Performance Center and play WWE 2K19. Um, along with playing the game, I got to interview a handful of superstars on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yeah. And I got to hang out with basically the entire NXT roster. That's fucking tight. <laughs> I know I sound angry, but it's really that I'm so happy for you. I saw that you... Did you post to our small package Facebook the picture of the performance? Center? Yeah. It said, like, how to... How, why are we doing here? Yeah. Question mark. Well, now everyone gets to learn. Everyone gets to know. And so all these interviews, are they up on Newsweek now? Um, no. One of them is uh, a fun video of uh, the Iconics, which they both uh, retweeted. Oh, nice. Uh, That's fun. It's up on Twitter. V cool. Um, yeah. And um, probably a written piece with Carmela is coming up. Anyway. Very cool. Um so so tell us all about it and by the way bob legitimately has not told me about this trip yet i've only gotten like small tastes but mostly through social media so this is also a live reacts of of cory finding out that bob got to live cory's dream yes sorry (laughs) no please tell me about this dream you've had since i was a small boy (laughs) would you have would you hand me that the brown thing yeah perfect all right, Bob, hit it. Hit okay. us with it. So, which is your specialty? Uh, we get picked up early in the morning. Uh, t- we have to sign a bunch of papers. One of them is kind of goofy. I'll talk about that to you off the record. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, we get on a bus, go down to uh, the performance center, and we pull in, and it's like in, it's like in this, you know. Uh, industrial park you know they literally hmm. share a birth a building with like a water distribution company for offices that's weird <laughs> i mean I, okay i guess it's off the beaten path so it's less likely that looky lose will just yeah and they need out. a big space you know they that's need like a, a, essentially a warehouse uh and i'll tell you how big a space it is so once we got off we uh matt bloom the head trainer came out he talked to us for a bit yeah uh and then we head in and did you ride the a train no oh no um so we go in and there's you know the front office with a desk and everything and then the first room you walk into has this massive table and uh it's where they get everyone together to plan creative stuff wow that's pretty tight yeah and so they have like you know a couple rooms off to the side and stuff for other things but it's just this huge table um where they plan all the creative and they have you know big whiteboards with a couple of their plans and stuff for you know the upcoming live shows who is facing who and whatnot uh and then you walk into the second area which is kind of a hallway and off to one room they have a spot for um people to practice commentating uh and they have a section where michael cole even like satellite video conferences in with people to help them coach them through stuff. Huh? That's Um, tight. Yeah. Is a lot of this in, in a video too, or more photos like BTS photos, or is it just, um, 
there's a couple photos that my coworker took. Mm-hmm. I really didn't take many pictures. Sure. Um, there's a couple photos that my coworker took of this area. Um, we couldn't take pictures of the medical area and of course, other makes, areas. Yeah, that um, makes total sense. But yeah, I mean that sure, sure. that should be easily found. Sure. Uh, the next area is was like a, a stage area almost with a green screen and it was where they went to like practice and film promote promos. Oh, that's tight. Um, and then after that was the medical area walk through there and then you get to the actual gym part, you know, with all the weights and the workout equipment. And so when we walked in pretty much every big name in NXT was working out at the time. No shit. Uh, Ricochet was working out. Ciampa, uh, Lars Sullivan. Um, was Gargano there? He was later. Mm. Yes. Um, well, obviously he couldn't be. Well, obviously he couldn't be there at the time because uh, Ciampa was in there and they're, <laughs> they're feuding. <laughs> they hate each other. So yeah, uh, after going through the gym area, we went to the biggest room, and uh, this room is so big, it has uh, seven full-size WWE rings in it. Dude, wait, what? Seven rings. Uh, and we walked in, and all of them were filled with different groups of people practicing. Wow. One was filled with, like, essentially, it looked like a battle royal. Dudes were just brawling with each other. Um one, two of them were women. You know, the, the a lot of the May Young Classic competitors were there. Sure, uh, with a lot of the NXT women all doing their practicing. Um, a couple others were just guys doing some practicing, uh, and then one of them was very padded, and it was where people were practicing their top rope maneuvers and stuff. Well, oh, that's fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we we uh, get in and. Uh, all of the consoles and TVs and stuff are just literally ringside uh, surrounding a lot of these rings. And before we got to do anything, they're like, all right, guys, uh, go sit down over here. Uh, before we get started, uh, we have something special for you. And so we all go and sit. And, you know, I ended up in the first chair of the first row. Tight. This becomes important later. That's tight. Um, so they're like, all right, since you made it down to the performance center, uh, before we get to any video game talk, let's have a show. And they put on a full three match show. What? <laughs> oh, 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 fuck you, Rocco. <laughs> fuck you so hard. Ah. Oh. And so the the show opens with uh, the Street Profits versus the newly rebranded The Mighty uh, TM61. Oh, yes. They're now heels called The Mighty. Okay. That's Um, cool. And so, yeah, they come out and... Sure. Uh, do they do, like, entrances and stuff, too? Yeah, so there's, like, a mini little ramp. Oh, my God. Little NXT-style is... ramp. Oh, my God. To the There's, like, one big center stage, oh and it has, God. like, an announce table off to the side and the ramp and everything. Oh, wow. Um, so that's where they put on their show. Um, and so 
you know, they go out and do their match and it's a good match. Um, we're all having fun with it because everyone there is more a wrestling journalist than a game journalist for the most part. There were a couple, but even the games journalists, they were all wrestling fans. Um, sure. And so we're all just, you know, marking out, having fun sure. with it. Uh, real quick. Was Adam Pachiti there from Cultaholic? So there were two days. One of them was international. One of them was oh. in, like Americas. So can Canada, US, and Mexico and stuff. Sure. Um, so I was in the Americas one, that makes not sense. the international one. That but makes unfortunately, uh, I could have talked to Alexa Bliss had I gone the day before. And I, I've been, I need to talk to these people so I can be like, hey, John Moore says hi to Alexi. Yeah. And she'd be like, what? It'd be fun. Shout out anyway, to John Moore. Again. Um, second shout out to JM. Well, the first one was in the video. Oh, shit. Hey, make sure you guys, uh, we posted a video to our Facebook, not to interrupt Bob's story. Check it out. Cause we opened up press, a pro wrestling tees, uh, uh, crate, not crate, but, uh, items from a crate and then also some t-shirts. And, uh, so check that video out anyway. So, so yeah, after, after the match, sure. I'm just checking up the wrestler because I'm pretty sure I have the right one. I sure. just want to make sure. Sure. Um, because Bob is an ethical journalist, and, and he wants to make sure that he is correct when he says something. If you guys didn't check out that video while Bob pulls this up real quick, uh, facebook.com backslash small package POD. And, uh, yes, we, okay, we it shirts. is Angelo Dawkins. Okay. Oh, cool. Street Profits. Street Profits. Um, yeah. So they you know, get out of the ring, and he always has a sweatband on. Right. He takes his sweatband off and plunks it on my head and then walks off. What? Wait, so I now it? have it That's at tight. my apartment. Dude, if they get called up main roster and blow up. It says no dat. K-N-O-D-A-T. So you got you to gotta start wearing that now. Um, Quick question. Are you going to wash it? That's Ooh, the important. I haven't yet. Really, that's kind of the important question here. Is do you, do you wash his funk off of it so that it's clean for you, or do you keep it unwashed as like? Because I I legit know people who have gotten like uh, like jerseys from like like from like uh, when I say footballers like soccer uh-huh. footballers where they're like I'm never washing this jersey like if he took it off and he tossed it or something like that or you know any kind of sports person who's like hey here's my jersey kid. That they'll be like, I didn't wash it because it's his fucking jersey, which to me is simultaneously it's cool, but also it's also weird. Like, what are you going to do? Like, s- smell their funk? Yeah, I don't know. It's anyway, but that's cool. Uh, so the second match, it's mm-hmm. uh, Lacey Evans mm-hmm. versus Lacey, a girl who's in uh, the May Young Classic. That's okay. She's got the long dreadlocks. I don't sure. remember, but it was a fun match because it was like a battle of the Laceys. Sure. Um. And uh, so, a battle of the lazy sounds like a match Lawler would have called. In the 90s, so, uh, sure. Lacey Evans comes down to the ring mm-hmm. and comes walking in front of us, and I reach out for the high five, right? Yeah. Uh, and she comes walking up and puts her hand out like this, like kiss the ring. So she held it there. So I grabbed it. Oh no! Go ahead. Okay. I grabbed it. She didn't pull away. So I started pulling it in. Yeah. <laughs> right oh! at the last second. Oh, she right at the up. last second. Like you were gonna legit kiss the oh. ring, and then she pulled away. Wow, heel tactics. Oh man, you were all booing so hard. Oh, I bet, I bet, man, dude, that's fun. Um, you, you fucking was this like? 
Were you just like Newsweek priority? You just luck sacked into that seat. Everyone was they're just like, go sit down. It was a clump of chairs. It was, it was actually a clump of chairs that were like old pay-per-view chairs. You know, the old rings. So there was like, oh, a, you know, that's tight. no way out 2008 chair. And like, a, do you remember which one you got to sit? I in? think I sat in an, like a generic NXT chair. Well, it's but, okay. But that's still cool, though. Um, And then uh, the third match mm-hmm. was uh, Cassius Ono. Nice. Versus a guy, I believe, named Stacy. Um, no one knew him mm-hmm. because. According to him, this was his first ever match. Like in NXT? Ever. Oh, like he's like a prospect. He, yeah, like they found him at a uh, at a gymnastics competition like 6 months ago. Wow. That's tight. And while I could believe he means this is his first match like in front of an audience. Sure. I I just have a hard time believing like it's his first time ever putting on a full match. Well, I mean, because like, I'm sure surely he's he's practiced it. Yeah, but regardless, this kid is great. Mm -hmm. He was selling great. He was bumping great. He was doing his moves crisp. This kid is is someone to look out for. Uh, And you know, it really puts into perspective when people talk about how. You know, oh, Cassius Ono is this, you know, in-ring coach kind of yeah. for NXT. But then you see, like, him, like, guiding him through how to put on a match and stuff yeah. in front of 50 people. Right. And they probably do it in front of no people. Right. And it was it was very eye-opening sure. um, to how training works and everything. But very cool. Um, By the way, a lot of the terms that we use for wrestling are now realizing if you take it into a different context, sound really weird. Cause like, I just imagine when you're like, he does, he's, he does a lot of selling. He does a lot of bumping. I'm just imagining a coked up wall street guy. <laughs> he does a lot of selling. He does uh-huh. a lot of bumping his moves. So crisp. Uh, anyway, continue. But also, um, so when the show is going on, we were all sitting in the chairs. Um, but, Behind us, you know, there was still two other rings where the rest of the people who were all practicing were now hanging out. Um, So when, you know, the matches were going on, they were all very supportive, cheering on, joining in the claps and everything. And uh, Otis draws draws from the the heavy machinery. Yeah. Uh, he He was in the ring, like in the ring behind the ring. Yeah. And during everyone's entrance, he was just going nutso during everyone's <laughs> music. Just like... Shaking like, the ropes oh, and stuff. So funny. Yeah. And and then... So, yeah, then after that, we, you know, had our presentation with the video right. game guys, and it was all whatever. Um, what? I'll get into the game later. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, let me I'll finish the story. Yeah, of course, of course. But... Uh, so after that, they're basically like, all right, uh, we have four wrestlers here right now, four interviews, but everyone else who's here is aware that this is a media event, so feel free sure. to walk up, talk, get pictures, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, the four people who are there to talk at the start of the day, it was Cesaro, Carmella, Shayna Baszler, and Nakamura. 
Wow. Um, what a fucking lineup, too. Yeah. And so uh, I got my interviews, but the more fun thing was just hang out. So, like, all of Undisputed Era was all, like, huddled around one console, like, having fun goofing off with yeah. big head mode. And, like, Heavy Machinery was just hanging out at one console and just talking. I got a picture with Kyrie Sane. I saw uh, Velveteen Dream and Leo Rush were playing at one console. I walked up Velveteen? to Velveteen. I was, so, he is, he, he was not in character at all. So much so, it was shockingly opposite of what you'd expect. Okay. Because I walked up to him, I was like, hey man, I just saw you at uh, Laboom last week. It was great. He's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. You know, when I saw it was you versus Darby Allen. I was so excited, man. I love Darby Allen. Yeah, he's a really great performer. Whoa. Well, okay. <laughs> nice talking to you. Yeah, damn. <laughs> It makes you wonder uh, if you met like there's like some wrestlers that you're like man I wonder if I met them if they would just be like could you imagine meeting like Kevin Owens and him being like that like real soft spoken and mm-hmm. just like hey man it's it's good to meet you it's good to good to hang out with you and you'd be like who are you but yeah well all this was happening mm-hmm. uh, we saw Sami Zayn and Finn Balor working out in no the shit. actual workout area. Um, I, I went up to Cassius Ono. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, believe it or not, you were on the first ever wrestling show I went to. Yeah. Because he was. Yeah. He was on that Cody card. We went to Evolve, oh, oh, which yeah. is my first ever live show. Yeah. And he just... And and when pe- people have talked about Cassius Ono slash Chris Hero as yeah. just this in- walking encyclopedia of wrestling knowledge. Yeah. And it was insane i was just mm-hmm. like man i saw you at that show oh who'd i wrestle that night was it this guy was it this guy was it this guy was it this guy man i love laboom it was so much fun wrestling there yeah i was just like i, I don't remember who you wrestled <laughs> didn't he didn't he wrestle dick tonga that night yeah he wrestled yeah it was with him wasn't it yeah dick togo togo right? not tonga togo Oh well. Anyway, but still, um, that's awesome that you got to yeah, have that just, conversation. Just, uh, he was so nice, very friendly guy. I am not a walking encyclopedia of wrestling. I'm like, yeah, I'm an encyclopedia. We're pretty good. I'm an encyclopedia of wrestling that just has a lot of typos in it. <laughs> also, we're definitely more focused on our encyclopedic knowledge on WWE. Very fair. He just knows everything. Yeah, that's um, sick. Yeah, so he was he was super friendly. Uh, at one point, Byron Ooh. Saxton was hanging around, and I just go, "Hey, Byron, want to play?" And he was like, "Okay." And he comes over and he plays the game against my coworker Rocco. Oh, wait, you didn't even play him? No, he's, he's so he sat down at the chair in between us and picked up the controller. But it was since they were all laid out, it was the controller that was hooked up to the con- the console that my buddy was at instead of the one i was at i didn't want to be like oh no mine not rocco's and like steal his thunder yeah so no for sure well that's still um, tight but yeah it was fun uh just hanging out with him he was he was super funny did you actually play with any of the wrestlers like Uh, i didn't know okay um got that picture i sent you with Kyrie sane i believe i mentioned uh and so yeah then 
we had some lunch, and then the second wave of wrestlers came in for interviews. Sure. And the second wave uh, wa- were the Iconics, both mm-hmm. Iconics. Sure. Originally, it was just Billy Kay advertised, mm-hmm. but then we also got Peyton Royce. And nice. Needless to say, Rocco and I were pleased with the addition. Um <laughs> Breaking news! Bob not invited to anything else. <laughs> uh, also, those two—they were so much fun to interview. My most fun interview, just because they—excuse <clears throat> me—they're—they've been friends since high school. Sure. So they just n- let me n- get some water. Uh, sure. Yeah. But uh, they just Almost. know each other so well that they can just literally finish each other's sentences and they were just jumping on each other's sentences but with the same words yeah like it's 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 uncanny how their brains think as one and it's so funny because they were just like we haven't seen each other for a week and we're just immediately back at it i was like yeah no you you haven't stopped it's so they're just so much fun to talk to um and then Along with the Iconics, Samoa Joe was there. What? Uh, so I got to talk to Samoa Joe. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so I got to talk with Samoa Joe ahead of his fight at Hell in a Cell. Um, and there's a funny thing where I got him to cut a promo for my boss, Mo, front what? of the show. Mo Wait, Mo's what? It. She cut a promo on Mo? Yeah. No shit. If there's a video of this, is there? There's video and audio, yes. Oh, is this going on Newsweek or is this just personal? It's a personal thing. I have to see this but at some point, it's please. Like, I have to see this at some point, as, as one would expect, Mo is a new father. And so he's just saying, no, Frankie, I'm your dude daddy now. Oh, no. Oh no! And it's like two, three minutes long. Like Dude, that's insane. He he actually finishes what? and then just just like, you know what? Actually, I'm not done. <laughs> oh keeps- what? Oh my fucking god, bro! Oh my god! This is already to quote Jonah Hill and Superbad. Like already, this is like this looks like the most fun I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, and then you know after. We we all wrapped around four four thirty. Did you know Samoa was going to be there? Yeah. Okay. He was advertised. The only the only person who I talked to who wasn't advertised is Peyton Royce. Um, outside of the people I talked to, that wasn't for an uh, actual interview, right? Like uh, Velveteen and stuff. Yeah, just saying hi and stuff. That's cool. Um. <laughs> I'll save that story for after. It's it's okay. it's a funny but embarrassing story of of my coworker Rocco. Sure, I don't necessarily want to put him on blast. No. Just hey, friend of the show. <laughs> we're not going to put you on blast, but we are going to talk about it after we stop recording. But it's just a funny, embarrassing story that I'm sure. Looking back, he laughs on it. Actually, we were all laughing at it at the time. You know what? I'm just going to tell it. It's oh, a funny shit. story. Um, okay, Rocco, we tried to spare you. There, Rocco didn't get a chance to get a picture with Carmella. And she was being flooded with uh, interviews. And so, did I say Carmella was there to talk yeah, to? You, yeah, you okay. You mentioned her. So, um, so, yeah, Carmella was there and he wanted a picture with her. And he finally saw a chance where she wasn't talking to someone. And so, he's like, oh, man, I got to go. 
and around most of the ring area of the performance center is essentially, you know, ringside pads, the thick padding across the most of the floor. However, we were standing along the edge where there wasn't any. Oh, no. <laughs> and so he gets up out of his chair, goes to run, and falls face first onto the mats. <laughs> Oh, no. To the point where Cash is Ono is in the background, and he looks up and goes, "Oh man, that dude just took a bump." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh no! Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh, oh he's for real. He sort to got Bob. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking thing. I can't fucking believe that. Oh my god. So well, he, did he get to Carmella though? Yes, he got his okay. picture. See everybody, it's a happy ending. It's a happy story. ending. Everyone laughed. Oh my god. No one was hurt. Dude, if very he, funny. If, if he fell like that and then that happened and then he didn't get the picture of Carmella, I would be so sad right now. I would like, oh my God. I couldn't imagine trying to get to somebody you really wanted to meet and you're like, you're back there and you anyway. Literally and, fall on your face. The squid just beefs it. Well, actually, it's it's very Jake Peralta. Sure. How many basketball players' shorts have you pulled down? Yeah. Five. Uh, oh, Christ. Oh, my God. I I laugh so hard. I have a mild headache now. That's fucking crazy. So, uh, anything else happened on the trip? Um. Well, I mean, yeah, they put us back on a bus and took us back to our hotel at sure. around 4, 430. And, and you then, weren't worried about a hurricane at this point still, too. Sure. But... Uh, for a personal f- fun bit sure. afterwards, uh, Rocco is a big Disney fan, as am I, and so we found the nearest bus, hopped on it, and we were hanging out at Disney Springs for the rest of the night. So you, you literally went from the Performance <laughs> Center to Disney. Performance Center to Disney World Tight. in one day. That's a great fucking day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will, I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Oh my god, dude. I think I I think I I messaged you or Snapchatted you or or something where I was like I need you to do me a favor and at some point in the future I need you to sit down with any hypothetical kids you may have and be like hey do you guys want to hear about the greatest story of your life of my life and then all your kids will be expecting is the day that mommy mommy and daddy met or mommy and daddy got married or that they were born you're like one time when I was younger in my twenties I went to the WWE Performance Center in Disney in the same, <laughs> the same goddamn day. day. And they'll be like, oh. I was marking out both ways. Did you buy that glass, by the way? I did. He, he sent me a snap of a really cool So I had almost glass. nothing in my stomach, and then I had a delicious, delicious mojito in a Disney fancy World. glass. In Disney World. Also, oh surprisingly reasonable. You expect a high-end cocktail at Disney World in a fancy glass Let me that guess. you then bought? Let me guess. So, including the glass... I would say 40 bucks. Way under. Really? 30 bucks? Way under. No. 20 bucks. A slightly more. 22? Around 2250. I mean, it was it was Just tell me the number. It was 2250. Yeah. Ah, nailed it. It was 1150 yes. for the cocktail. Which eleven fifty for the cocktail in Disney World? Way reasonable. Yeah, in Disney. And then World the glass was only eleven bucks. Wow, I know. 
Nice. I was like, I was expecting to pay twenty for this. Both. So they so they flew you down, and then you got to hang out with wrestlers, and then you well, got to then I bust around, and yeah, then you flew home. Well, no, then I flew to D.C. And oh, right, you flew to D.C. to visit family. But um, so huh. real quick before we get away, from but I also that, have terrible luck with flying, sure. and during a literal hurricane, no issues. I was t- ten minutes early. <laughs> wow, that's fucking great. I don't so, get it. So the moral, but I'll take it. The moral of the story is you only fly during natural disasters. Now, <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 not push my luck. Okay, but uh, that's fair. So oh, also, weird yeah. little side note: Sam Roberts was there as a journalist peer. Yeah, for the set, probably for Sam Roberts. Yeah, but like, but he worked. He was for that. treated like us, right? You think he'd have? Like exclusive slash better access, but he was treated so, so like he was walking up to you know he was waiting after me to interview Carmela, and then afterwards he comes up and she's like, "Hey," he's like, "Hey," and it's just like because they know each other, of course. And it's just kind of like together. This is weird that you're essentially coworkers, right. but also not. Well, and you're like me right? Did now. you actually talk to any wrestling personalities that were there? Like in terms of like podcasters or video people because you said there were a lot of people there. just nobody i really recognized but other than like sam yeah sure did you say hi to sam roberts no oh well that's okay i didn't say hi to anyone in all fairness i was there to do my job doing a gerb so you got pictures with some people now for the big moment and Mm -hmm. and then i want to hear about this video game since the embargo is lifted it is lifted right yeah okay uh this is the most important question uh and choose your next words wisely did you happen to get a single person to say you're listening no. to Small Package Show? Fuck. God damn it. Sorry. God damn it, Bob. Blow an opportunity. Your whole I greatest know. day of your whole I life. Know. Your whole greatest day of your life. Sorry. Ruined. <laughs> your, for you, your day is ruined now. It's okay. We'll have more opportunities in the future. And also, by- at the same time, sure. friend of the show, Phil Martinez, uh-huh. had... Wait, was Phil there? No. Okay. He had Lana, Nia Jackson, Natalia in the Newsweek offices. What? Doing stuff for Total Divas. What? <laughs> yeah. This whole thing was to get you out of the office and out of the way so he could do his interview. <laughs> That's what this was. Uh, he but didn't that- even ask if Lana remembered me. <sighs> and- oh, yes. The little the little Chewbacca man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was fucking adorable. When your your mom posted that mm-hmm. on Facebook, take care of my little Chewbacca man. Don't worry, Mary, I got him. <laughs> He's safe. Um. So, anyway, a video game. Let's hear about that because sure. I do want I do want to know what you think about it. I mean, it's fine. I've got, like I've gotten my hands a little bit on eighteen, but it's I, the same. I didn't buy it's it. the same game. I mean, yeah, they added big head mode. They added like Minecraft style block body mode. That's okay. That's kind of weird. Um, I mean, it's it's fun. Is it's it mostly goofy. roster and, and aesthetics? Is that mostly what this is? Yeah, I mean, my issue, like my biggest issues, it's still like you are given the tools to do basically whatever you want. Doing that is a much different story. You know, when you're trying to do showcase mode, and it's like. You know, do this move, then this move. And, like, you do one move, but then the second move just won't 
work and you're doing everything right you're running at them in the front and you're pressing the right button why aren't you doing a front running strike <laughs> like oh god um you know and then the submission mini game that dumb wheel thing that is the worst submission mini game ever why is it in all of these games it's horrible is it the i don't one, think the, i've ever won the a two spinning discs where you have to like put the line on the other line or avoid the line if you're getting submitted on mm. the circle like yeah and it's that like thing is so di- dumb they, they spin around it right yes. rotating. yeah i don't think i've ever won that thing literally i don't think i've ever won it the only time i can ever remember winning a submission battle you know, or like in the in uh, you know what I'm saying in the in yeah. the tie up for a submission was like somebody who had already beaten up so much and hitting with like three finishers that I probably could have just pinned them mm-hmm. and it just but then you just put them in the submission and it's like auto tap yeah basically more like it lasted like two or three seconds because my my line was uh-huh. like half of the fucking circle so uh well but it was it was it fun at least and like. It's you know it's still got the same goofy Rob. hiccups that yeah. that all of them do sure. you know like I I said you know how is it that doing you know a dive over the top rope to the outside how is it easier pulling that off than it is putting a guy on a table sure like I I couldn't figure out how to get a guy up onto a table like it's these simple things they're just like this is so unnecessarily complex sure and and. I, you know, that's also their own, you know, problem that sure. they, you know, kind of have to include, you know, move sets and all of this information sure. for hundreds of people. Sure. That they have to make it like super complex. To, and is create a finisher back? I don't know. You didn't go through that um, much. So there's, there is some cool stuff to talk about on the create a side. Sure. Um, they have this randomized feature that basically will random. So like, you create a dude's, you know, vest and you're, you love it, but you are tired after creating the dude's vest and you just want to slap some okay looking boots on them. You can like sure. just highlight the boots area sure. and click randomize okay. and just that part will randomize. That's and cool. you can even make it randomize within like color parameters to keep oh, a color scheme going. There you go. Like, so it's very, very smart. A lot of great sure. create a stuff going on That's there. Um, I didn't dive too much into the story mode, but it sounds interesting. Sure. You actually start in an indie fed and then you work wow. into getting into NXT. I like that. And so there's a lot more story driven content. All of the wrestlers provided their own lines. Like there's a lot Tight. more lines than last year. Of course. Yeah. Um, it looks like, again, they they even mentioned this in the presentation they gave us. Like we're trying to put the fun back in this game. Like it got way too like simulate like hardcore sim game sure. instead of a fun wrestling game. Right. And so like this uh, story mode looks you know based on the trailer that we've seen and from what I've seen, you get in a fight with Bray Wyatt that takes you to the uh, you know Wyatt compound. Wow, you, that's cool. I think you either team up with or fight with Matt Hardy and you get taken to a the woken dimension like literally transported into a different dimension wait you saw this with your eyes it is in the, it's in the trailer that's out right now is oh i haven't this is a newish newest trailer yeah, it released yesterday two days ago okay yeah i haven't seen that yet that's fucking crazy um jesus but 
uh, I did do an indie fed Helena's. So like the way you can set up matches is pretty easy. Sure. And so I was just trying to do the goofiest combinations of things. Mm-hmm. And so I did an indie fed Helena cell match. Uh-huh. Um, and so like we were wrestling, I think I set it in the high school gym. I was basically just trying to make what? it like the lowest quality thing. <laughs> but then, and but then the highest quality match like that WWE does gimmicky match. Yeah. Other than maybe a chamber. That's like um, the most production value. But yeah. And so I ended, I finally got our wrestlers to break out of the uh, cell and climb uh, up on top of it. And there was no announce table nearby. <laughs> and so he threw to the ground? He th- fell all the way down to you the. You killed a man? <laughs> you killed a man? <laughs> Your character's a fucking murderer, you asshole. Oh, my God. I was Harper, and I think I was wrestling against uh, Orton. I was just like, yes, throw Orton off the cell onto nothing. My God. And one of the developers was actually hanging out behind me just as that was happening. He's like, yes, finally. I was waiting for somebody to pull it off. You killed a man. Congrats. <laughs> just a sickening thud as he falls, you know, just 20 to watch, feet down to the pavement. Just to watch him die. <laughs> Fucking A. So, well, yeah, I mean, overall, the game is the same game. Sure. Uh, I'll wait until I can sink my teeth a little bit more into it. Sure. But if you're expecting any dramatic gameplay changes, sure. No. Um, presentation and other changes a little, but the core actual sure. wrestling bit identical. Well, I'm sure at some point you'll probably get something sent to you to play. Sure. Because the game comes out next month. October 9th. So. 5th? 6th? 9th? Early in 9th. October. So, like two weeks away ish. Two and some change. Anything else you want to talk about from your trip? Uh, no, I think that's... Dude, I mean saying oh well no that's it like jesus christ dude that was an epic tale that's gonna be most of the episode for today because we that that i think we because we did a brief recut in the second there and this second part's already been 32 minutes but dude uh to say that i'm jelly is a fucking understatement i'm so jelly i'm fucking i'm a jam uh that's insane and uh glad you guys had a good time you got pictures taken and stuff hell of a time hopefully they'll invite you out to some more and uh i'll have time to make sure that rocco gets food poisoning beforehand <laughs> that's a that's a joke that's not a threat it's a it's a i know i recorded it and i know it sounded like one but i'm glad that you guys had a good time <laughs> <laughs> um well fuck yeah man uh and then also hell in a cell happened yeah and it was a pretty good show it's all right uh up until like the last 45 seconds yeah. honest to god my my thoughts on hell in a cell I could be some of the best. I had a lot of fun. How the fuck do you end a hell in a cell in a no contest? Yeah. I mean, that's really the long and the short of it. Right. Well, I mean, like, let's just go match for match. So we show had the tag teams and good match. It was good. It, it, it was good. It goes. It does reset us to Aiden and Rusev being not on the same page. And we can get to the fallout of that later. But mm-hmm. uh, it was a good match. I really was hoping in my heart of hearts that Rusev right. Day and and might honestly, get the title. like when when they had Aiden locking in the accolade, I was like, "This are could they, be it. Are they gonna those Mad Men? Is this is this for real? 
Is Aiden going to win with the accolade? And then it kind of sets up the rift as their champs. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I could have been cool, but no. No, no, no. New Day retains. Um, and then that's it all you opens up with uh, the official card opens up. Official card opens up with the Hell in a Cell match between Hardy and Orton. You know what? This match, I don't want to say it surprised me because Orton's a great performer. <laughs> Orton's a great performer. Jeff, this is the first time in a Hell in a Cell, but we know what he can do yeah. in hardcore steps. So I shouldn't say that the match surprised me, but in a way, it did. It with still its did. It was really good. It was it it was long, but didn't feel long. Sure, it was very well paced. It was, and and honestly, the screwdriver spot they got twenty four minutes and like forty or fifty seconds. They almost got twenty five minutes mm-hmm. to open the show, mm-hmm. and the the screwdriver spot was was. They they pulled it off in a way that it looked brutal, right? And also the fact that they've done the ear spot two, three times already. I was like, oh, don't go back to the well. But when he went under there and got a screwdriver, I was like, oh shit, what what is he gonna do? I, it was it was definitely one of those things where I was watching it, I was like, oh, like looking away, wincing. Yeah. And then afterwards, I like twisted my own earlobe, and I was like, mine isn't even that dangly, and I can pretty much get it all the way around. That's not that bad. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's really not. <laughs> it, but looks it looks really brutal. Painful. Yes, it looked painful. Um, but then like the final spot was the one that really, I was just like, so when it looked like they were trying to do something different. Cause it looked like he was trying to do like a, like leapfrogging the tall ladder. I don't think he had the room to do it. Yeah. And I think he realized that he didn't have the room to do the leapfrog. And then the audible is still pretty bitching because again, the, when he pulled out a screwdriver, I literally said out loud, I've never seen this. I've never seen someone pull out a screwdriver as a weapon. And I'm like, where does where does that go? Mm-hmm. Like where does where do you, are you going to stab him? Like like thinking about it as like like marking out dumbing down for a second. It's like oh is he going to get stabbed? But then thinking about it as somebody who knows wrestling, I'm like well what do you do with a screwdriver? Except I don't know, stab someone. I didn't uh-huh. even go to the ear. But when he went to do the leapfrog and then he's like oh shit I'm going to just knock myself out on the cage and he climbs on the on the second ladder and then he just goes you know what fuck it I'm going to like monkey bar the top of the cell and then try to do some kind of a flip onto the table and it's hard to tell if if it's like some kind of a, a like his hand slip botch like i don't know what he was intending on doing like a, a flip or i think he was just like suntoning i guess uh-huh. so but yeah he hit that table fucking hard bro well yeah you're gonna hit the table hard when you're dropping 15 feet onto it that's what i'm saying like <laughs> he it it uh well, and also the fact that there wasn't Randy on the table to help, I guess, well, soften it for him. Randy would have fucking yeah, not had a right. fun time. Um, and I did like Orton's character at the end when it's like, okay, you won the match. The match is over. We're calling it. And he's like, no, do your job. Count right. the pin. It's And this comes back later in the night where yeah. Randy actually gets a match ended despite one wrestler seemingly incapacitated and unable to fight but the match That's still fair. went on and it was counted out Whoop. yeah and then next we had uh we had the becky lynch and charlotte flair match and gotta say this was maybe my favorite match of the night in terms of the storyline yeah no it was, it was not ma- not match quality of like the match it was a good match it was but, a good match but in terms um, of the story definitely line, a great story this. um, um 
you go ahead. My my only major complaint, and yes, I am going to criticize Becky Lynch here. So what? I know what, but she just looks goofy when she hits those ropes when she's running because she like Sometimes. they don't move. Yeah, so she's just like boink, and you're just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying people should, you know, lean into them like Lesnar and and Strowman do and they're running the ropes cuz Lesnar like ends up at a 45 degree angle when he hits those things. <laughs> but at least make it look like you're doing something. <laughs> uh yeah, I can definitely see that as a complaint. Um but it was a good match and in the end she doesn't get the the submission move. I don't think they wanted Charlotte to tap out, but she does get the pin and Becky Lynch is your new champion after the match. Charlotte goes to congratulate her and Becky says, wow, you're going to try to steal my spotlight even now. And then, uh, Charlotte goes, well, let me at least raise your hand. And Becky's like, no. And then walks out. Mm-hmm. Cool story. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, t- raw tag team championship match. Uh, match. in-ring match of the night for me. I believe so. Yeah, it was a very great match, very entertaining, great ending. Um, and in the in the end, Ziggler and McIntyre retain their mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, I mean everything about it, start to finish, was a fun match. Great, great ending. And uh, you know, the Shield comes up short. Um, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe championship match smackdown the wwe heavyweight championship also a very good match oh man very fun match a lot going on in there uh ultimately aj styles does yeah win. my only complaint is that for big time wwe fans sure. they already used this ending with the nxt women's championship yes it's so, pretty much the exact same ending as Shayna baszler Kyrie Sane. sure so seeing the visual tap out of AJ Styles, but well, I guess they didn't even do that because yeah. Kyrie didn't do the actual tap out. Sure, but they did do the whole "I'm getting submitted, but flip it over into a pin" thing. Sure. So I think it's interesting that we got to see, and I and it, I'm curious to see if maybe there's some sort of shift in AJ Styles' character because he was heel for a while and then face mm-hmm. now, and we've seen Samoa Joe push him to his like breaking point to where he got himself disqualified from the last one. Yeah. Um. And so in this one, we see that AJ did tap out mm-hmm. before he got the three count, but he's still champ. Um. And so they will have at Super Showdown a no disqualifications match. Mm-hmm. Um. Which that will be on the network. Yeah. So who, starting at five a.m. Eastern. What? Yeah. Oh fuck! Because Australia. It's Australia. Bro. Fuck. Fuck. Starts at five a.m. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Uh, weird. Ugh. This match was just weird. And I mean, we knew we had to swallow this pill to get to the greener pastures on the other side. But. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get that. Uh, but damn, bro. So I mean, Brie Bella takes the pin clean from Maurice. Relatively, yeah. I, I don't remember there being anything really like even heelish about that exit the finishing sequence yeah and i saw a couple other issues like not to go all men's rights but somebody raised a couple things where it's like you saw you know miz get slapped and miz get attacked and all these things but then the second miz just breaks up a pin Daniel Bryan gets super pissed, hands off my wife. It's like, you're in a wrestling match. 
what were you expecting? I, I don't know. Yeah, and like when you put the women in a match with the men, sure, gotta be some little something. Yeah, not asking men to straight up punch women in the face, but I, yeah, I ignoring part of the match is a little, a little weird. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, and we saw. I mean, look, it it keeps the feud going. I I don't want to see another mixed match between the two. No, I would like it to now try to get back to Miz and Daniel Bryan. I just don't know how we get back to that right now. I mean, clearly Maurice and Brie Bella well, are going to have something at Evolution. fighting each other at, at Super Showdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the winner becomes the number, number one, contender one contender for AJ Styles. So that's kind of where it's going. I, I honestly just don't know if... Well, it, it, not necessarily AJ Styles' belt. The number one contender for whoever has the belt. I guess. Could be, could be Samoa could Joe. Could be Samoa Joe at the end of the night. Um, I will say this. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, dream match. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus The Miz could be very interesting. Could be good. It could be extremely interesting because Miz is great at doing heel work, um, and he he is good in the ring. He's mm-hmm. not he's not shabby in the ring. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Also, a lot of people could say dream match. Very David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, Samoa Joe versus The Miz sounds like really not good. So Fair. I would not want to Fair. see that. Fair. I am a huge Miz Mark, and I love Samoa Joe. I would ha- I would probably hate that match. Sure. Um, because there's no believable way to pull that off. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> next up we had Alexa Bliss trying to reclaim her Raw Women's Championship from Rowdy Ronda Rousey. She had Natalia in her corner. Alexa Bliss had Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Uh, we knew what was going to happen. I, however, sorry. I just wish that they swapped this match and the SummerSlam squash. Yes. Cause sure. this match was an interesting great. match. I thought it was actually really great. And then it would have been better if, you know, Alexa was like, all right, well, I'm now for my rematch. And Ronda was just like, Poof, I'm sure. the champ. This does establish that Ronda is not unbeatable because Alexa throughout the weeks leading up was pushing her to her limits and, and like had her injured. Yeah. Injured hit her ribs, hit her ribs, hit her ribs, hit her. Oh, hold on one second. Would you mind grabbing that for me real quick? Hit her ribs, hit her, um, hit her ribs, hit her arm, uh, banged her up. And, uh, you know, it led to a believable, telling of Rhonda being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And uh I think that it's still the right call. I think that Rhonda winning and retaining is the correct move at this time. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah, right there. <laughs> I think Rhonda winning and retaining is the right move. Um it's just like you said, I think that it could have been better served swapped. Mm-hmm. I'd about that. And then finally, uh, the main event, we had Braun Strowman cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase, which is a whole other can of worms that was never even addressed on Raw. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happens now with that? I guess it's just done. Yeah, like the briefcase is just gone. I guess. Um, and then Roman Reigns in a hell in a cell. And it wasn't a bad match. I will say the more I look back on it, the less I like it. Yeah, I definitely... In the moment, there was a lot of exciting things It that was happened. a lot of fun to watch, 
but then you look back on it and you're like, that made no sense. Yeah. McIntyre and Ziggler came out and were trying to interfere. Seth and Dean came out to try to make the save. Also, apparently, Roman and Strowman just hit each other hard enough that they would just fall asleep for eight minutes. Yeah. Because that went on for so long. All four of them climbed up to the top of the cell Mm -hmm. and they're all battling. And then you had the, like, it was kind of fun, but it's also, also kind of lame table spot where they like climb down to the half and then they just take turns slamming their heads against the cage for like four minutes. And then then they're like, Oh, 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 (laughs) and then they fall. And you're like, that oh. wasn't suspenseful. Sure. That was ine- that was like a tooth pull. That was inevitable. Just like yeah. get it over with. Well, I didn't expect and then, both of them to fall, but yeah. I and agree. then McIntyre and Ambrose, Ambrose never come down from the top of the cage. Well, we saw them on on Raw, so that we know eventually they were they were helped down. Eventually. By the way, fun fact: Did you hear that? Did you hear why the cage was red? No. You did notice this though. Oh, that uh, it, the uh, cell has a. You f- could not unnoticed a fresh red red. so one of the problems that they were worried about painting it red was the fact that it would it affect the camera's ability to see in clearly Mm -hmm. but i don't think that was a big issue sure um however the reason it's red is that it's not paint they put a very thin rubber coating on the entire cell to help prevent injuries because apparently last year was a big problem where there were a lot of people who had like lacerations. Uh-huh. So what they've done now is they've rubberized the hell in a cell, but it's a very thin red rubber mm-hmm. to give the illusion that it's just painted sure, so that it still looks brutal, but it's actually safer on the performers, especially when they're mm-hmm. taking the bumps where they get thrown into yeah. it. And I think that's smart. That makes sense. Uh, I'm not mad at it. But also the problem is with the red is very red. Well, that's A. And B is that it makes it more prominent to notice the footholds that they cut into sure. the sides. Because you could see as they were climbing up and down. In the past, when it was black, it all felt like it blended together. So you couldn't really see any individual link too well. I thought that they put the holes at the bottom for cameras to like stick the lens in. I'm talking about the, the, the holes that are on the second half, oh, the top half. Sure. Go back and rewatch it to find some screenshots. There's holes for their feet to make sure that they can safely climb up. Mm-hmm. And they've they've done that for a while, but when the when it's a black cage in the lighting and everything because up that high there's not the lights not shining directly onto it and it yeah. blends in with the black in the background mm-hmm. of like you know the audience. So you don't notice it. Sure. And when it's red, you notice the footholes sure. for them to climb up, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just one of those little tiny things with your suspension of disbelief that you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they they like they know they're climbing yeah. up. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would there be footholes to climb? Like you're not supposed to, quote unquote, climb to the top of the cell to fight, but there's footholes because you will. Um but anyway, then Brock Lesnar shows up, which, which was, was all it? like exciting. It was. And then he kicks down the door, literally kicks down the door and then walks v- up a bit into the ring. Very, very cool. exciting. And then he F5s both guys. Very exciting. exciting. And then the ref, Mick Foley, goes. It gets, it gets, he gets like attacked. So he's out. Mm-hmm. Right? And then there's like a different ref that ran in. Maybe. I think there was a different ref that ran in. I think- and then they're just like, eh, it's, it's done. Just end it. Just no contest, and then which is bullshit. Immediately cut to black because the crowd went ape shit. Yeah, the crowd was not happy. All reports are that there were cra- a chance of this is bullshit. 
<clears throat> a lot of just angry people. Um, and it is bullshit. I can I tell you what I wouldn't to happen at, in that moment. I thought you know what would have been cool because Brock doesn't like Braun Braun Strowman. Sure, but Brock fucking hates Roman. Okay, I wanted Brock to drag Braun onto, onto Roman, dead Roman, and then Brock and then Braun win, and then Brock pick Braun back up and F five him again to be <laughs> like, yeah, I just gave you the championship. And I'm going to be taking it off of you. Mm-hmm. That I felt like was cool. I did love how Brock was not hitting them with chairs, but instead bits of broken tables and shit. When he was picking up bits of like the broken table and hitting them, I was like, oh man, I cannot remember ever seeing somebody using the broken table remnants as the weapon. And then how the table bits would just break further and he'd be mm-hmm. like, fuck it. And he just throw it down at him. Very cool, other than the last 40 seconds when. They decided to call it a no contest. And then immediately cut off the feed. <laughs> oh, man. It was not a good ending to a pay-per-view. Not a good ending. It was a lot of fun up to that point. There was some great stuff. The The tag team matches were great. The women's matches were great. I mean, up to that point, a lot of good stuff on the card. Mm-hmm. It made me forget about the fact that we didn't get an IC belt match because Seth was already in a match. It made me forget about the fact that Nakamura wasn't even on the fucking card. You know, I, it was fun enough to make me forget for a while how mad I was about some of the booking and instead enjoy myself. And if the, if the show had had a definitive winner, I probably would have been like, that was at least a B plus show. But as it stands, it's, it's, it's almost by default just because the ending for me got to be like a C. Right. It was just, ugh. And, yeah. and, and also, like I said, the more you think about that last, the match, less the sense more, it makes. Yeah. The more it's just like, that was just a collection of events. That wasn't a, a match. Like, that was just some things that happened. It was so frustrating. Uh, we've talked for a long time, guys. Yes. So let's just let's fly just through Raw and SmackDown. Raw happened. Raw happened. I mean, Undertaker had the weirdest promo that I believe I said out loud. This promo would have fucking killed in the late 80s, early 90s. And in 2018, just feels old and dated. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not hyped about... Kane coming back, even though, I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool. Shawn Michaels is going to wrestle a match, but Shawn Michaels and Triple H versus Kane and Undertaker, it's like the combined ages of everyone in that match is like almost as old as fucking America. Well, like my fucking God, dude, that is for in all fairness, they're not dude. wrestling matches. It's still just oh, Taker versus Trips. Yeah. I'm and sure. they're in their corner. Look, they're going to be doing bumps and stuff, probably, yeah, but yeah. it's not like they are billed in the match yeah, as a wrestler. We know where this is going, Bob. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we know where it's going. You see the writing on the wall. Um, they announced WWE Crown Jewel, the Ugh. next Saudi Arabia show, Ugh. which will feature Ugh. a World Cup to pick the best wrestler or something very vague. I don't know. But all of the other big name wrestlers are already know. in matches, so I don't know. Can WWE stop with the Saudi Arabia shit but already? Apparently Lesnar apparently the word is Lesnar is making seven figures to work that show. Just that night. Just that night making seven figures. Dude, how long do you think bell to bell you think his match goes? It ten minutes. 10 whole minutes. I'm saying like seven and I'm saying that he winds up making like a million dollars a minute. See, here's the thing though, is that bell to bell, like the first minute will probably be him like, ha 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 chuckle, slow walk around. Like sure. 
I don't I don't know. There there was like Seth was injured and forced to defend his IC title belt against an also injured Dolph Ziggler. I mean, they had a great match. They always have great fucking mm-hmm. matches. They always do. It's great. But also, like what the fuck? Can we just not have the same eight people wrestle each other for it's so weird months on end? It's honestly, it's like being booked like how I imagine like kids would book in like the old SmackDown right. versus Raw, like mid two thousands games. I want like Seth versus Dolph okay. every week. I want Seth versus Dolph. Yeah. You already got that I want feuds, Seth versus Dolph. That feud's hot. Keep it going. Eighteen weeks in a row. And it's like, dude, it what Anyway, and 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 just Baron Corbin put himself in a title title match, and it's like I, I left halfway through the show, and the only thing I'm kind of bummed about missing sure. was the Lashley and uh, Leo Rush. Leo Rush I will say this: the fact that he uses Leo Rush as a weapon sometimes yes. is kind of tight. He grabbed him and tossed him out. I think, Enzo and Cass. Yeah, I think that that is it's a fun pair. Fucking fun. Uh, and, 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 you know, I, I do like some of the things that we're doing here. I'm not sure exactly how in love I am with Gable and, 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 uh, Bobby, Roode. Bobby Roode, yeah. especially because they've gotten rid of all of Gable's branding and music and yeah. he just comes out to glorious, but it is what it is. He's squashing people. AOP is squashing people with Drake Maverick. I mean, really Dana Brooke got pushed away from Titus worldwide to then eat pins on her own yeah. instead of with right other people oh. it's just like there again there were some good matches on this card you know we got to see ronda was like i'm gonna do an open challenge and it it was like natalia's yeah. music hit i was legitimately like oh interesting natalia is gonna be the one to challenge psych she was attacked by, by the stage by the riot squad and it's like okay i mean that's fine at least it's not riot squad versus bailey and sasha again but that's only yeah. because we found out sasha's fucking hurt what is happening right now with this booking anyway raw is what it is. Like every other match on the card didn't fucking matter. It 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 none of it really mattered. You could have missed it and not missed anything. SmackDown was good. Yeah, I, I only got to see the opening. Sure. Segment, I mean, SmackDown is so easy to just get through because we had darn pinball. We had you know Miz and 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 Daniel Bryan promo stuff. It was good. Um, you know, seeing seeing them interact and wound up being Miz getting pushed into Maurice and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a great like feud type thing we've been getting kofi kingston's uh what is he calling himself uh he's doing uh, i'm like something kingsman like craig kingsman or something like that it's like hello i'm craig king oh my god and it's so fucking funny dude i love this and he did you see it at the hell in a cell too when he did it backstage he's great doing it cesaro and kofi had a great match and cesaro wins which i i'm excited to see the bar versus new day for the title coming up which Um, is that Super showdown. Uh, we got the creepiest Randy Orton promo of all time, and it wasn't even a traditional promo. I don't know if you saw this segment. Yeah, where he's like in the tr- promo production truck being like, play that segment again. Yeah, he's like squeezing the dude's face, be like, watch it. Watch what I do. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Randy, you were you were just accused of like sexually harassing people backstage. Could you stop jerking off behind a production truck guy, please? This is a bad look. Shake my hand. Um and then Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura had a match. Yeah, um, and Aiden, Aiden Aiden caused the distraction that helped Shinsuke win, but it seemed like he was trying to help Rusev, but just being too hyped. Lana backstage earlier had overheard Aiden shit-talking Rusev and Lana, but Rusev said, I forgive you, Aiden. You can come to the ring before Lana could find him. Uh-huh. It was a weird soap opera kind of moment, but for wrestling, it fucking worked. 
It's a, I mean, that's it's what a story. wrestling is. Exactly. And it it's was, so I enjoyed that segment so well. And then at the end, when Aiden turns on him and hits him, we're getting them broken up. I feel like there was more they could have done with the tag team before breaking him up. But fuck it, at least Rusev's going solo now. And he'll feud with him for a minute. And then hopefully they'll put him into something cool. AJ had a match with uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome match. If you haven't seen it yet, go check that out. That match was really fun. AJ wins, but Andrade looks established. Asuka is on TV still, and that's something. At least sure. she's on TV, even if the segments are really weird and awful. She she beats Billy Kay. Who gives a fuck? It is what it is. And then, uh, you know, the, the show ends with a cool segment with Becky and Charlotte, and they're still trying to push her as a heel. Becky is, or but they're still trying to push Becky's heel. The commentators are like, clearly healing on her. Uh-huh. They're saying like, oh, Becky's so unsportsman. Sure, oh, Becky's sure. an ungrateful champion. And Becky cut an awesome promo on Charlotte and was like, you know, like kiss the ring, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and everyone loves it. Becky's going to be a great champ. Uh, so that was Raw on SmackDown. SmackDown was good. Raw was not really that good. But Hell in a Cell was fun other than the ending. That was kind of the week in wrestling. I don't really have too much wrestling news. Uh, Sasha and Bailey, or, or not Sasha and Bailey, Sasha, Sasha and, and Alexa, Alexa are, are both out injured. Um, we don't know for how long or how serious, but, but they, they've been replaced in the mixed match challenge. Which, so. but also the mixed match challenge is mostly non-canonical and kind of a side thing. Sure. So, but I mean, if the, if it, they're expecting them out long enough to be completely replaced in a tournament, then. Who knows? We don't have an official word as of recording this podcast on either injury or how serious or long it is. Um, 205 Live temporarily moved to Wednesday nights because Mixed Match Challenge and mm-hmm. then other shit that they have that they want to market on Tuesdays. Could it be permanent? We don't know. We have to kind of... taped. Uh, yeah. Will, it, will they change the name from 205 Live to 205 Wednesday? I don't know. Like... I don't know what you do with and poor cruiserweights. They already get kind of disrespected enough. Um, anyway, that's that's really the news, right? Uh, Matt Hardy, I think, maybe officially retired. Yeah, he he he's pretty much done. Okay. So anyway, we've talked long enough, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Small Package Show. Uh, you can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Beckett. You can follow me on Twitter and most of the social medias at CB Pointexter. Go to Newsweek.com and read articles by this man. Look for the videos. Uh, they'll be on Newsweek, right? Like on the main website. Uh, I guess. I guess yeah. so. Go there because he's got some wrestling stuff along with video game stuff. Read Bob's articles. Get this man views. You can follow the both of us on social media at Small Package Pod. That's Pod. Like the band but it stands for podcast that's on facebook that's on twitter we put up a video it's saturday is the day of recording i'll probably put this episode up tonight we recorded a video on facebook check that out we just post posted that uh and we'll post some links on the facebook to your articles and stuff we'll look for that too um anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll be back next week with another episode of the small package show hey bob would you mind hitting the my package? <laughs>